Oh, there you go. You hear the music. Time now for our Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway and all of the great realty experts at Berkshire Hathaway. Today on the show, welcome back, John Brodine. And uh, I tell you what, John, here's what uh, I want to do today. Let's spend a little time and get to know you. How's Sounds that good. sound? Yeah, thanks uh, for having me here. Uh, first off, uh, big news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell us what happened? I'm, I'm off the market. You're off the market. I'm you got married, market. didn't you? I got married. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that, a little applause for you. Hey. Yeah, we got <laughs> married on uh, on the 10th. On the 10th. Yeah. And uh, did, ago. did you go somewhere exotic on your honeymoon? Yeah, we went out. Well, not quite exotic, but we went out to Snoqualmie Falls in Washington. It's oh. Like 20, minutes, mm-hmm. uh, 20 minutes east of Seattle. Wow. Beautiful, nice hotel on the top of this waterfall mountains all around yeah nice stuff to go see and do so you do some fun stuff too went hiking um went into seattle for a day and you know walked around mm-hmm. got these scooters you can rent in seattle oh yeah just yep. buzz around on those things yeah so were you down fun. by the water at all yep yeah yep. it's pretty cool down there yeah um the, so the pike's place market or whatever mm-hmm. check that out mm-hmm. went out to the waterfront um went to that first first starbucks ever that was there oh yeah yep um, yeah, did a bunch of cool stuff. Did you do any oyster shots? No, did not. Did not. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't convince Carolyn to do that. Uh, you know they're not bad. I had a couple there uh, last year. Uh, no alcohol in them either. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah, that was kind of a it's bummer. A down. What's <laughs> <laughs> a letdown? Well, we know you got married. Uh, yeah. You want to you want to mention your wife's name? You want to yeah, tell us Carolyn a little bit Shab. about your wife? Carolyn Shab Shab is her maiden name. Mm-hmm. Um, so her and I have been together for since may of 2014 oh wow it's uh, about time there john yeah i know yeah we got engaged uh in february of last winter um so february of 2019 um let's see yeah yeah mm-hmm. 2019 um so we had been engaged for a while a lot of people are like you know putting off their weddings mm-hmm. COVID, and we were like we're, yeah. we're just doing it we're not not gonna wait any longer you know, mm-hmm. and we, the wedding was amazing. The day was perfect. Good. I, it, it's kind of stressful leading up to it. All the stuff you've got to get done, all yep. the things to worry about, but the day went flawlessly. Oh, it that's was, good. It was amazing. That's yeah. good. Congratulations, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know what, John, where are you from? Where do you hail? What, yeah. what do you call your hometown? So I grew up here in Grand Forks, born and raised. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, where'd you go to high school? Went to Red River. Okay. We yeah. won't hold that against you. <laughs> Uh, were you like a jock in high school? Uh, I know yeah. you're you're into some stuff now. Yeah, uh, you know. we were just talking. Okay, what do you what are you into now that you are yeah, doing? I do Brazilian jiu jitsu. That's oh. that's uh, it's like grappling for people who don't know, like ground fighting. If mm-hmm. you watch uh, the UFC or anything like that, so mm-hmm. it's a lot of uh, it's like wrestling and it's submissions. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really uh, it's mental and it's physical. It, it's taxing both ways yeah so it's it's something i've just completely fallen in love with over the past yeah you don't look like you have cauliflower ears or anything not too bad not too bad that's a little little one on the left here and that's it (laughs) that's a good thing that's actually a very it's completely genetic like there's guys who can train for 20 years and never get it Mm -hmm. and then there's some guys there's a guy at my gym who had it within six months of starting training. Wow. So, I mean, you look at some of those MMA guys, yeah. and they look like they've got three heads. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they got some stuff growing out the side of their that's, heads there. That's not too good for my real estate business if that happens. <laughs> Start wearing a headgear. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, parents. You got yeah. any brothers, sisters, anything like that? Uh, I have a sister, Anne. Uh, she's three years younger than me. She works for CVIC now. Mm. Um, she went to just finished up at UND, and I think she's going to be going back for her master's program either this year or next year. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, she's, uh, so yeah, she, she loves what she does. She's super, she's totally built for that type of work. Uh, my parents both from Grand Forks or no, sorry, not from, they both live in Grand Forks. Okay. My dad's from Devil's Lake. Mom's from Bucks in North Dakota. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they, uh, so they met when they were in college here at UND. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they both still live here. My dad just retired from teaching like two or three years ago. Oh, um, he was a teacher for 30 years at Valley and now he's doing, now he's back with the school system doing like in a virtual like counselor type mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. So, which is pretty cool. Uh, I bet. He likes that. My mom's a counselor for Northland Christian Counseling Center. Um, she's been doing that for many years. Before that, she was a social worker. Um, so, yeah. You know, you kind of, to me, seem like a dog guy. You have any yeah. pets? Yeah, yeah. Me and Carolyn have a little French bulldog. Oh, right? boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, let's see. We just got him in. We got him right when all the shutdowns were starting. So mm-hmm. it was like in uh, the middle of March. Um so he's like ten months old. Now. Oh boy, yeah. yeah, he's crazy. He's, uh, what, he's what's his name? Norman. 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 He's a little black <laughs> French bulldog. Uh, he's completely crazy. You can yeah. hear him from a mile away. Oh yeah, pants like he's he snores basically even when he's yep. awake. Yep, I have a, a little black pug. Oh okay, okay. Named Rodney. Rodney. Yeah, and, and uh, Norman will have to meet one day. Yeah, it, Rodney probably wouldn't be able to see him. Rodney's old. He's a, a <laughs> okay. rescue dog. Um, he got attacked by hornets a couple years ago, oh, and uh, they got his one eye. So his one eye looks pretty terrible. Uh, he can't see very good out of the other one, oh, and Rodney. he's almost completely deaf. But, uh, yeah, we have three rescue dogs and three rescue cats, and oh, yeah. uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you do uh, when you're not doing your, your realty thing? You got any hobbies out there or things uh, maybe you and the missus like to do? Yeah, me and Carolyn, we love to travel when we can, uh, get out and, you know, do outdoor stuff when we travel, um, hiking, camping, that sort of thing. Um, we try to go on a couple trips a year, even if it's just like Duluth or mm-hmm. Bora or something like sure. that. Um, try to go somewhere warm in the winter. Um, yeah, like to sit around and watch sports. We're kind of homebodies. So. Yep. Sitting inside, ordering takeout, and you got you know, a favorite football team? Well, yeah, the Vikings. But they've been. <laughs> not They're my favorite team too, but yeah, I love fantasy football. That, that oh, do you? That keeps me into it. Yeah, uh, I I just don't have. Um, I don't take the time to do it right. I yeah. was in a fantasy league for a couple of years, and I was horrible at it, so I just quit doing it. I uh, love doing picks. Yeah. Uh, love, I love getting on football stuff. boards and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, okay, now the big question here for John Brodine is. How in the world did you get into the whole world of real estate? Yeah, yeah. So when I was uh, when I was twenty one, um, I was going to college at UND and taking a lot of like entrepreneurship, business type classes. I knew I wanted to get into something like that, but I was kind of struggling with staying interested in school and still didn't really didn't really know what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. changed my mind a bunch of times with what I wanted to do in college. Um, and eventually I kind of stumbled across real estate and, and real estate investing. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that I wanted to like own, uh, own rental properties. That's, you know, there's many types of real estate investing, but that was the type that I was interested in kind mm-hmm. of like the long haul, um, accumulating some rental properties sure. and holding them over the long term. Yep. Um, so that's kind of what drew me to learning about real estate. And then I learned about the profession of being a real estate agent. Um, and you know, it's, it's definitely not, the job for everybody. Um, the upside is very high. You can do really, really well in real estate, but it's there's a high attrition rate. A lot of people drop out of the business. A lot of people don't make it. 
So you have to have a high risk tolerance. And I had a high risk tolerance. That's just how I was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like to work for myself. You know, I like to be accountable to myself, Um, you know. So does a real estate agent or a real estate expert, you get paid commission only? Yes. So, okay, so I can see that. Uh, I would imagine there's times where you might not get a paycheck for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I can see how that could drive some people away. Yeah. From that. And, I, and I was really l- lucky. I was so young when I started. I didn't have a whole lot of responsibilities. Um, you know, I, if it was if it was 15 years later in life, maybe I never would have gotten into it at all. Just mm-hmm. because the at that you, you have less risk tolerance. Sure. When you're at that stage in life, but I had all the time in the world. I was delivery driving for China Garden. That was my college job. I kept doing that for my first year in real estate, which was that was a huge blessing in disguise because I spent my whole four hour shift, you know, five days a week at night listening um, to like books, audio books about real estate mm-hmm. and listening to podcasts where they interviewed successful real estate agents. And I, so I basically spent those four hours a night learning cause I had nothing else that I could be doing while I was driving around. Yeah. Um, that, that was one of the things I really credit with um, making it through that. Period. You know, what you just said, that does not surprise me one bit about you. Uh, you're probably one of the most prepared people <laughs> that we get in the studio here. Yeah. Uh, you're kind of a numbers guy. Uh, you kind of a, are a stat guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're always really on top of things. Now, uh, okay, you've been in real estate now for how long? Uh, six years. I started um, I started in October of 2014. Okay, so I bet you have learned a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, you kind of, so when you do your real estate school in order to get licensed, you, you get taught a lot of stuff that, you know, you learn how to not go to jail and how to pass the real estate <laughs> yeah. exam. Yep. You don't really learn a whole lot about how to build a business. You don't learn a whole lot about the process. You don't learn a lot about homes. Um, so it's, I've, I've, my knowledge about real estate has grown enormously in the six years I've been doing this. Um, and I've spent a lot of time making sure I know uh, everything I need to know about real estate. And, and you keep learning every day, but mm-hmm. now it's rarer and rarer that I come across something I've never experienced before. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm in the office all day, every day, too. So I'm surrounded by real estate agents been doing it even longer than me. Mm-hmm. And I have been, you know, this whole time that I've been in the business. And I, I credit um, that as well to, you know, just being around them and hearing them talk about their situations. It's almost like you're experiencing them yourself. Sure. Um, because everybody's bouncing ideas off each other all the time. So that's really valuable. Um, yeah, some of, the, some of the more important things I've learned are, you know, learning how to do research properly. Um, there's some real estate agents who are really good people. They're, they're a good people person, so mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. able to connect with people, and a lot of people want to use them. Um, but to be a really, really good real estate agent, you also have to put the time in and make sure that you are the expert. And that, just, that doesn't just come to you naturally. You could do a lot of transactions. You're still, you still need to make the effort to educate yourself about the market, um, about how to get better at what you do, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I went to school for uh, radio and television broadcasting, mm-hmm. and I was taught all aspects, uh, whether you're doing traffic, whether you're doing the book work, whether you're doing news or news gathering. And I was told by my instructors that I would learn more in the first month on the job than they could ever teach me. Is that kind of the same way I with you? 100% agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go into it, you really don't know what to expect. You don't know, you barely even know, like, kind of the outline of how everything works. Um, because when you're self-employed, it's like owning a small business. Even though you know it's, you don't have some of the same risks as owning a small business, you still have some of the same struggles that that 
they're going to have. So you need to learn how to run your business. You need to know how to learn how to advertise yourself, how to keep this thing afloat. You have to work really, really hard for your first, you know, like two or three years just, mm-hmm. just to stay afloat. You're not going to be getting any repeat business. You're sure. probably yeah. not going to be getting referral business because you haven't been in it long enough to create those relationships. So everything you get is stuff that you really have to work you have to work harder than everybody else for that business in those first years. And that's part of the reason the attrition rate is so high. So it's not easy becoming a realty expert. No, no, it's not easy. And I mean, in some ways I got a little bit lucky too. The market was really good when I started. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I started young, so I had all the time in the world to dedicate to it. Um, But no, it's not, it's definitely not easy to get to a place where you're, you know, stable and you're a full-time real estate agent. Right. So you, you said you kind of got into this um, whole real estate thing because you were thinking about uh, real estate investments. Yeah. Um, let's fast forward. Do you have any? Yeah. Yeah. So I have, um, I have two little rental properties. One of them's a duplex. One of them's a single family rental. Um, and so they're both rental properties. One of them actually just came available. I've learned a ton through doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, processes of dealing with the city, you know, getting, uh, repairs done, getting, you know, cleaners in and out, getting all the different people you need to coordinate in order to do things like that. That actually helps me serve my clients better in a way because sure. I've, you know, been through that. And I, you know, it's, it's something that you learn, you learn more every single time you've got to find a new tenant. It seems like. Yeah. I, I, now I've always wondered, uh, do you get calls in the middle of the night saying, Hey, uh, my bathtub is leaking or Hey, this isn't right. And do you fix it? Or do you have a list of people that you can call up? That'll be there to do this stuff for you. Yeah. I've kind of got a list of people. I'm not, I'm not terribly handy, so I don't risk trying to do that stuff myself, but mm-hmm. I do get the calls. I manage them. So only three tenants. That's not that big of a workload, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but at times there is a lot of work. Like the most work comes when a tenant leaves and you've got to, you know, get the place cleaned up, yep. prepared and ready to go for the next person. Now, is it a big deal for, uh, do you allow pets? I do. I have a, I have a pet policy where mm-hmm. there's an additional security deposit because sure. I've had carpets get wrecked by oh, yeah. dogs before and that sort of thing. So you, ha- you have to do it wisely. Um, but if you do it right, um, it can work out all right. Yeah. yeah. How hard is it to find good renters? Um, at There's been times where I found great renters right away. And then there's been other times where I've had it sit vacant. I've never had anything sit vacant for too long. Um, but I've had times where it's it's been hit or miss. You know, my, um, yeah, my, my lowest rent unit is probably the one where I get the most people who... <laughs> They, mm. they call me because they want to see it and then they don't even show up. To oh yeah. Apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you, you love that? I believe how many people I had to do that to me last time that place came available. But now, but, you know, this could work in your favor too, because I'm guessing a lot of these people probably started by renting an apartment. Yeah. Uh, and then rent from you yep. in a duplex or a house. And that's just going to get them to get that urge or that itch to finally buy a house. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's almost like you kind of plan this out and, and you're very smart about it. A little bit. It, you'd be surprised that it's not like a huge funnel of business for mm-hmm. me. If I had more rental properties, maybe it, it would be. Um, but yeah, they, they know me. They know what I do. Uh, you know, they, it's, a, it's a relationship you develop with your tenants over time. You know, you, you have to trust each other because of the nature of that relationship. So they already know me and it's something where they're comfortable coming to me if they want to, you know, go ahead sure. and buy a house when they move out of my place. And I'm more than happy to have them do that. 
Yeah, that's good. Um, getting this is kind of cool. Just actually talking about uh, you yeah, and yeah. not all real estate. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you kind of a personal question then? Yeah. What's up? Uh, you guys planning on expanding your family anytime soon? I besides Norman, he's he's a handful <laughs> for now. So it'll probably be a couple of years at least. He's yeah. He's a good trial run for kids, though. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he just puked on the floor this morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Gotta love that. Yep. Uh, wait till they get really old, like my dogs. <laughs> Uh, puke. I've got, okay. All three of my cats are like on three different diets because one, one has got uh, vertigo. Another one's oh, no. hairballs, Another one pukes and, oh, and they, oh. yeah, uh, I'm not even gonna tell you about what my pug does, but, uh, <laughs> wow, they yeah. are a handful. Um, yeah. it, you know what? It, it's been great to actually just get to know you instead of crunching numbers and stats yeah. and doing things that we normally do on the show definitely i, I enjoyed it it's fun and uh you're gonna be back later on this week too right yep yep i'll be back so then we can maybe talk about more boring stuff then more boring stuff <laughs> <laughs> hey how about that uh we got to know john brodeen just a little bit more and he's gonna be back now berkshire hathaway doing bi-weekly podcast now so uh, he'll be back again on friday afternoon your realty expert from berkshire hathaway Thank you very much, John Brodeen. And we'll be back again Friday, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast.